0: Don't Screw It Up, a guide to pregnancy and parenthood by people figuring it out as they go.
1: Each episode, we'll be grappling with the fact that someone is depending on us to keep them alive and explore exactly what that means.
0: This episode is called This Is Getting Real.
1: We'll be talking about the preparations and emotions and anticipation of an impending baby.
0: So, based on the timing of this episode, you might have guessed that uh, we may have had a major life event that's pretty relevant to this podcast.
1: Well, if you know us personally, then you would know this.
0: (laughs) I suppose. But if you're doing the math on about where we've claimed to be in the pregnancy, you might think maybe the pregnancy is over.
1: Yep. Yep. So, um, we intended to do this earlier. Yep. Um, And we had a lot of things going on. So now we're recording this.
0: Yeah, we thought the content of this episode was important enough to, you know, do it before we actually talk about all the birth and stuff like that. Uh, So I want to assure you we are going to go into all of that in great detail in the next episode. All the gory
1: details. Yes. Yeah,
0: But for now, we want to talk about sort of the time leading right up to the birth.
1: Um, There's a lot of preparation involved. The last episode, we talked about all of the hippie Uh, witches that we had to work with (laughs) in order to get this baby out So and putting together a birth plan. So let's talk about like all of the other stuff prepping for it. Um, I mean, I started maternity leave. I decided like two weeks before my estimated due date. Um, And so at that point, like I had been going from zero or I'd been going at like 100 miles an hour and then pretty much just stopped where I had all of this free time and like, Didn't know what to do with all of it.
0: So you were super (laughs) productive, right?
1: So I tried to be super productive. I had this whiteboard. I had planned out all these projects. I was like, yes, I'm going to get so much done. It's going to be wonderful. And I was really hoping that the baby would show up like exactly on my estimated due date. So I had like a good two weeks to get all my shit done. (laughs) Because, you know, baby works on a schedule, obviously.
0: Obviously. (laughs)
1: Um, so I got some of it done. Okay. Um,
0: so what did you end up doing?
1: Well, so like we ended up having this unexpected remodeling project that we had to do in our house. So that kind of threw things back a little bit. Yeah.
0: Like (laughs) the week the baby was supposed to show up, we had torn out the walls in three rooms right by the windows.
1: Yeah. That, that was... That was fun. Yeah. Um, we had contractors in the house for like a good week or so. Um, but, you know, they did a great job and they didn't get in my way. So thank you, Cougar. That's his <laughs> name. Um, <laughs> but I'll, like in addition to that, though, like, I mean, there were like a lots of little things that I had to do. Like I had to file for all of my maternity leave benefits mm-hmm. so that I could get payout through the state of California and also like through my company. Um, so that was, that was fun. And, um, I mean, there was a lot of like, also just trying to keep my sanity. So while most of my friends are working during the day, um, I couldn't hang out with them obviously, but I need to have adult conversations and not be stuck at home all the time. So I, I I just became a lady of leisure. I ended up making (laughs) a lot of lunch dates (laughs) and I worked out a lot, (laughs) I worked on uh, reading a lot of books, catching up on some Netflix. It's It's been sure. great.
0: That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Motherhood sounds really easy as long as the baby's not here.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had to take it easy anyways, you know, like, because I was nine months plus pregnant. <laughs> like It's not like it could move very fast.
0: <laughs> and then eventually your parents showed up.
1: Then, yeah. Then my parents showed up. So I had a good... Week and a half before we had any sort of company. Um, And then once we had the parents, I mean, it was a lot of just kind of entertaining. And Mm -hmm. there was a, there's a lot of pressure building up to the birth of the baby. Like, so we're here for about a week or two. Like, can, can you make it happen or something? (laughs) Yeah. Nobody really cared
0: about hanging out with us. They just wanted to meet a baby.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Totally. Um, I mean, I also had a bunch of like art projects that I wanted to to do for the nursery.
0: I see there's some sticks in the corner of this room still.
1: Yeah, I went on a very important hike sure. and collected some pieces of nature so that I could make a um, really awesome bird mobile.
0: Bird mobile. <laughs> it's
1: like the Batmobile. But for birds. <laughs> but for birds
0: okay that seems good
1: (laughs) except if you know me if you know me well you know that i don't like birds very much right so i don't actually want more birds in my life but you know like if i could look at them if i could just have some sort of representation of it then i can be then then i'm totally okay and i think it would look cute in the room
0: this is this is a whole weird thing (laughs) birds (laughs) what i don't know. Like. You hate them, but love them. They I feel look, like you have a lot to work out with birds.
1: They they look really pretty. Like, I like putting birds on things. It's a Portlandia thing. <laughs> For, like, they come in so many beautiful colors, and their wings are so gorgeous. It's just, I don't want to touch them. They they peck, and they scratch. and They
0: probably will peck your eyes out. Yeah,
1: birds are terrifying. I used to have ter- par, uh, parakeets as uh-huh. a child, and I had a really hard time, like, holding them because I thought they were going to peck at me.
0: This is why you're not allowed to get chickens. You're not allowed to own chickens if you can't pick up a bird.
1: Yeah. So, so we live in Berkeley and you can have chickens in the backyard. And I Only really if chickens.
0: you can pick up a bird, you can have chickens. I
1: can't pick up I can not I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Chickens are terrifying. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> so what have we been doing for preparation in addition to the whole maternity leave stuff?
0: So we throw baby rager. Um, Well, our friends threw a Baby Rager for us.
1: Yeah. So translation, um, we didn't want to have a typical baby shower because the idea of a whole bunch of my friends watching me open up gifts that I've registered for seems excruciating to me. Sorry for those of you who really love showers.
0: (laughs) And I don't really want to have to eat baby food as part of a game.
1: Although we almost did that.
0: I know, but we avoided it.
1: Yeah. So instead, we decided to throw a housewarming party slash, like, let's celebrate that there's a baby that's going to show up soon. And, you know, played music and mm. had booze and Drunk just had... people
0: and babies. Good yeah. times.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't booze it up. But, you know, everyone else boozed it up. <laughs> yeah. Which seemed fun. Right. So, <laughs> and yeah. we got some baby gifts out of it, which yeah. was nice.
0: That was fun. Uh, and then we've been, you know, as part of nesting, buying furniture- uh, bought a crib, put together a crib. Super awesome fatherly yeah. job there. Yeah, super assembled the hell out of that crib. Pro
1: dad move right yeah. there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that crib looks really good in it that does. room.
0: The baby hasn't been in it yet.
1: I mean, it got phenomenal reviews on Amazon, so <laughs> that's it's gotta be good. Thing.
0: We'll explain to the baby how well reviewed the crib. <laughs> is. Um, I had to go pick up a dresser from Craigslist in the pouring rain during the Super Bowl.
1: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. From Oakland. Uh Uh-huh, yeah.
0: And it was super heavy.
1: Yeah, pro-dad move right there.
0: (laughs) Real pro-dad move.
1: (laughs) So for anyone that wants nice baby furniture and doesn't want to pay like regular pottery barn prices, check out Craigslist because sometimes you can find really good stuff.
0: I feel like we've been uh, making a mistake of getting too many new things. Maybe this is sort of the next thing we're about to talk about with... uh, all these stuff we've been ordering from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could make better use of getting stuff from other people. I think that's a resource we haven't looked at enough because baby stuff gets used so quickly and lasts for such a short amount of time. Cause it, a lot of stuff is st- so specific to a certain time in a kid's life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they don't even use it for all that long yeah. to be perfectly honest. Like, Yeah, I mean, all of the parent friends that I've been meeting around town, like, they just have this surplus supply of things that they have used maybe once or twice or maybe not at all like some of it is still shrink wrapped yeah. and like has not even been opened and there are people who are constantly wanting to give us stuff because mm-hmm. baby stuff like either works or it doesn't or they grow out of it super quickly so I would try to like if you're trying to save some money and I highly recommend doing this I know it's really exciting to buy new baby stuff yeah that's the hard part but I mean look into any parents' networks that are going on. Like, there are constantly people trying to get rid of things. Um, Craigslist is always a, a great place to check out, too. Um, ask your friends, neighbors, you know, whoever. Um, like, I know our neighbors have tried to pawn yeah. off stuff on us already, and well, their kid is only a month older than us. And,
0: like, Ours. we have a, uh, a baby <clears throat> carrier that's too big for our kid now, and one of our friends is borrowing it because her kid's just a little bit bigger.
1: Yeah, uh. yeah. Take other friends' registry yeah. items because those are brand new things. You, that you live, can use.
0: <laughs> you learn, and then you just get loaner stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That is something that we've learned after the fact.
0: <laughs> but the other side of that is that stuff like Amazon and Instacart have been awesome. Yeah. Um, I never, you know, used my prime membership that much. We now use Now we constantly. use it all the time. Uh, We
1: constantly have cardboard boxes that we have to recycle. Yeah, that's been the biggest part. (laughs) Because Amazon keeps sending us stuff every day.
0: I never thought about the amount of cardboard we would go through as parents. Yeah. That's been shocking. Yep,
1: yep. Without going into too much detail about this, too, we had this whole fiasco of trying to order furniture at Babies R Us. Um, And it turns out it was way more complicated than it needed to be. And it wasn't sent to our house like we wanted it to be. And so we canceled that whole order and then went with Amazon and Target to get like a nursing chair, crib, all of the things that we needed. And we got that maybe within four days. And the whole baby's RS fiasco was like a three, four month process. And we still never got anything. Like, I would there's highly... no
0: reason stuff can't show up at our house <laughs> in like two days. I expect everything to be at my house in two days, yeah yeah
1: I would highly recommend that if you ever order any big furniture items from baby's RS get it online yeah. even if it's baby com just just don't deal with the shipping bullshit yeah in <laughs> the store
0: it's two thousand seventeen. <laughs> People can bring you stuff all the time. I
1: cannot believe how terrible that was.
0: It's awesome.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, all of that stuff was like prepping for the nursery, also prepping our just space so that we could be comfortable yeah. and that, um, you know, our baby would have a place to sleep and, you know, nurse and all of those things. So, um, we like, I had the room in pretty good order, even yeah. though he doesn't sleep in it yet, but we use it primarily for changing.
0: For me, it was kind of a mental thing to be able to walk into this room like we had painted it. We've got sort of a crib, changing table, all that. Like it really felt like, okay, this house is ready for a baby. I think that I'm kind of okay that the baby room was as much for us as it actually is for the baby. Yeah. yeah. That was a good like mental thing for me.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I had some fun during my maternity leave also, just kind of wandering through Target, looking at like cute little baby <laughs> decorational items. They have a ton of that stuff and it's super cute. You really, really need to have willpower to stop yourself from buying everything.
0: You shouldn't go to Target. No. <laughs> Do you know how expensive it is to walk into a Target?
1: Um, At least $100 every time. At
0: least $100 just to set foot in the door. <laughs> and I'm sure that's going to go up now that we own a kid.
1: Yep, yeah. yep, yep. It's, it's like the, the door fee, you know, getting into a club, except that Target is my new club. What? <laughs> we in the club. We ride slow. We do things that the girls don't do. I think I just combined, like, three, like, R&B hip-hop songs in that. Good
0: job. Yeah, thanks. Way to be mom cool. Yeah, no, totally. You know it was kind of an anticlimactic prepping thing? What? Installing the car seat. Like, people had talked about it being this, like, tricky thing you have to go get it looked at by a professional it it's two things you clip in you make sure it doesn't wiggle
1: i think it's just one of those things when you're a brand new parent you just don't want to fuck shit up right no but and and it's one of those things where like there are so many little things that you can mess up yeah that why not just go and have someone check up on it
0: because i don't want to drive two towns over to make sure that i buckled a seatbelt correctly there are instructional videos on YouTube. There are very clear instructions on there. This is cool. Apparently, all cars built after nineteen ninety one, I yeah ninety one, have these little metal inserts, uh, kind of between the seats that you can clip car seat carriers into it. Like mm-hmm. if you ever stick your fingers in between the yeah, like seat like part in the back, latches. Yeah, you can kind of feel the metal in there. And I had done that before. Or you see little labels that look like clips in there. I had no idea what that was for. Apparently, people anticipate that there will be a baby in most cars.
1: Yep. Yeah. That totally was nice. Makes, sense.
0: makes it super easy to put a car seat in.
1: Yeah. So once once Dave installed it mm-hmm. using YouTube videos and such. Yeah. Um I mean, we put the carrier inside a few times just to test it out and yeah. it's super easy to insert and take out and so we've been pretty happy with it.
0: Yeah, having the base and then the carrier that locks into that is awesome. I Really do not look forward to having to just buckle the carrier in yeah, there. Agreed. I feel like that's going to be weird, but yeah. I guess I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. That'll be a new adventure. We've been talking we about
1: taking Ubers and how to go about uh, taking an Uber with a baby. Yeah. Um, it's going to require a little bit of finagling. <laughs> We're going to have to figure this out. Yeah. One step at a time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I guess prepping for ourselves. We had to... Uh, pack our bags and sort of be ready to go to the hospital at a moment's notice once we got to a certain point in your pregnancy. Yep. Again, that was kind of a fun mental thing of just having everything together, knowing that eventually we would have to grab stuff and walk out the door.
1: Yep. Yep. Totes. Um, And based off of stories that we've heard from other friends, we wanted to prep at like week 36 or 37. Uh-huh. because one of my friends had an emergency delivery uh, three weeks in advance of her due date. And so I didn't want that to happen to me and be like, oh my God, what is it that we need? Yeah. So
0: then you might not have enough snacks at the hospital.
1: I needed to have all the snacks. <laughs> I would probably be so hungry.
0: So what was in your baby go bag?
1: Um, so we had a bunch of stuff in there, um, just based off of you know lists that I had found online, um, like thebump.com, I think. Um, what was the other one that I used? Um, maybe I, I looked at a few of them, one from dot yeah. and there's another one that was created by like OBs and, um, and so, and also talking to friends too. So then we kind of created this list of what we wanted. And so I got a whole bunch of snacks. like little things that would be easy to eat because I thought that I would be hungry. Um, Also, they were talking about like clear liquids, but also clear liquids that might give you a little bit of like energy and sustenance. So I ended up just getting like a few packs of Gatorade.
0: That was actually a big win. I really liked having Gatorade there.
1: I, I totally agree. So it was really nice to have that. Um, I got a birthing ball that I had ordered off of Amazon, which is, there's nothing special about a birthing ball. It's the same as an exercise ball or a yoga ball or whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's a rubber ball that you can bounce on, essentially. Um, so I got one of those and we brought that. Um, I brought like, um, well, what else did we bring? I brought, oh, we brought Christmas lights yeah, as well. Yeah, that was cool. Which was a weird thing that a friend of mine had suggested and when we brought it in it was amazing for creating like the sort of chill ambiance that we wanted in there
0: yeah the idea is we didn't want bright hospitaly lights the whole time yeah and we'll go into that a little bit more when we talk about the yeah but yeah christmas lights were a good thing to throw Mm -hmm. in there
1: and also speaking of ambiance um I got like little oils, which <laughs> maybe not necessary. is a little over the top, but it kind of, it was kind of nice. It, sure. it didn't smell like hospital as much. It smelled more like eucalyptus, which I appreciated. <laughs> and, oh, oh, and one more thing that I actually really liked that I brought. Um, one of my friends actually offered up a hospital gown, Um, so, you know, you typically have the regular hospital gown that's all like uncomfortable and itchy and whatever. And so I ended up, um, just wearing hers, which was made out of Jersey and it was actually cut so that you can be accessed by the nurses and and whatnot if they need to give you IVs and catheter and all of those things. And I actually thought that that was really comfortable and I appreciated having that.
0: Cool. Um, and then... I guess sort of the last thing we did was uh, we met with a couple of pediatricians. Yeah. That was, again, anticlimactic. I expected it to be this like, big decision that we had to weigh over, maybe from watching a Scrubs episode where uh, Dr. Cox had to pick a pediatrician. I and think it seemed I spent
1: like... more time searching for doulas than I did for pediatricians. Yeah,
0: We ended up just talking to a couple people who were in the same practice that you were going to for your uh, kind of prenatal stuff. We found some people that seemed cool. We just put one of their names down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's it cool. Was,
1: it's pretty simple. I, I like the practice, and I mean, they they know babies. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: it turns out most pediatricians aren't monsters. So, unless there's a serious red flag, it's you can't really go that wrong.
1: Although it did it did kind of help to go to those um, child prep classes yeah. and talk to other people from the community and see who, like, they had gotten as pediatricians just to get an idea yeah, of that's true. who the pediatricians were around I guess that's where we got a couple of names. Yeah. Yeah. So there were a few people who go to the same practice that I do, and, and they liked, um, there were, like, a couple of pediatricians that a few people recommended. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. That, that was surprisingly right. yeah. easy. Yeah. I, I only went to one of the interviews with the pediatrician, and we talked for, like, 10 minutes like oh she seems nice yeah do we have to do any more interviews
1: (laughs) (laughs) she also had two small kids which i kind of liked because you know she's in the thick of it so i'm sure she's got a lot of personal experience that she could share
0: yeah so i guess at the end of all this the question was uh did we feel ready you know we packed everything up i guess mentally how are you feeling at this point or at that point
1: um i mean at that point it was like the one thing in my life that I felt almost over prepared for. Yeah. Which is strange because if you know me, I'm not a big planner <laughs> type of person. Right. And I feel like I had checked all of the boxes yeah. of what I needed to do. And it didn't feel like I needed to do much else. So when I went on maternity leave, it was kind of nice because I felt like I had this freedom to really just focus on things that I wanted to do rather than like baby prep. Because everything else leading up to that point had been 100% about like baby prep
0: yeah I was kind of in the same boat there really wasn't much I could do at that point yeah I knew we were going to have a kid in a little bit we didn't have a kid now it was really just kind of a waiting game uh, I was really excited about it but I don't know I had just sort of accepted that I wasn't really going to be able to understand what it would be like to have a kid until we actually had one. So I didn't really even bother trying to get into some sort of change of mindset.
1: Yeah. It was almost like everything had built up to the labor and delivery part of all of it. And the actual parenting part was just kind of an afterthought. And that sounds like uh, not backwards, but it seems like you should really think about the parenting part. Cause it's like 18 plus years that you're going to have to do this, but everything else was mega important. Like yeah. that's all I could think about. It was like, what about the pain? Like, what are we going to bring to the hospital? What do we need for this kid to survive? Like just everything leading up to that point was all I could think about. Yeah.
0: And then we can just take the fuck it. We'll figure it out on the spot. <laughs> Uh, mentality to parenting.
1: And that's why living in the modern age is wonderful because you can get everything delivered (laughs) in two days. (laughs) Um, And Amazon Prime is awesome. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. So physically, were you ready to not be pregnant
1: anymore? Oh my God. Yes. Um, I think starting from when I went on maternity leave, like I would already physically been ready to go. I was starting to get tired already. Like it was really hard for me to actually get to work because I was a whale (laughs) and you know, going up and down the stairs from the BART station, it was just like, Oh my God, I'm so ready for this. Why didn't I take the four weeks before like everybody else? But I mean, I didn't because I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to be bored for those two extra weeks. I might as well just work and do other stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And to your credit, you were pretty active up until, like, the day we went into the hospital. Yeah. Like, we kind of walked you all over Berkeley, and we were walking downtown a lot.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I went swimming a bunch, yeah. too. Um, uh, did some hiking. Yep, yep. Yeah. I was pretty active. I mean, it was all because I wanted to get the baby out. Sure. But <laughs> but Anything could not
0: be pregnant anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's definitely a lot of waddling that happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, I mean, at, like... He was sitting really far down into my pelvis, too, um, which meant that there was a lot of pressure on my bladder. So, like, I had been saying before that I was peeing all of the time, but I was literally, like, having to pee every hour at this point just because it was just so much pressure on my bladder. Um, So that wasn't so much fun. And then the, the sleeping part. The sleeping part was really, really rough for the last few weeks. Yeah. I just could not get comfortable no matter what I did.
0: Plus you snored a lot.
1: Um, the snoring got Which worse. Which was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, that doesn't affect me, but I'm sorry. <laughs> but
0: people should be worried about how I'm physically doing I during know, your pregnancy. I
1: know. I actually, I actually had a coworker who, upon giving me advice, because he's a father himself to uh-huh. someone who's 21, I think now, um, he gave me the advice of, make sure that your husband gets fed. And I was like, fuck him. I'm sorry. I'm the one who's going through labor. <laughs> I mean, I love you, baby. But still, I'm the one who's going through labor. It's all about me.
0: I did get fed. I went and got a burrito while I was in labor. <laughs> <laughs> so emotionally, uh, how did you feel at this point?
1: Um, I mean, just building up to all of it, I had done all of the prep work that I possibly could. Um, physically I was ready to push this baby out. So emotionally I was like, you know, aside from having those two weeks to myself where I was like, okay, it would be nice if the baby just waited until until this date so that I could get all this other stuff done. Um, emotionally I was ready to just meet him. Like he'd been wiggling around so much in my belly that I was like, I just want to meet you. I want to love you. I want to see you. I want to give you hugs and kisses and, and all that stuff. So that's definitely where I was prior to the delivery.
0: Yeah. I had this excited anticipation of the fact that at some point we were going to be in a delivery room. Like we were going to be in these very exciting situations leading Mm -hmm. up to the kid being here. Um, And yeah, I think I was excited for this change in our life. Yeah. Um it was something that had been so long coming. 9 months is actually kind of a long time.
1: It is actually more like 10 months. Yeah. They don't tell you this, but it's 40 uh-huh. weeks. Yeah. I guess it's technically 38, but I mean that's a little bit more than 9 months, but they say 9 months just for simplicity's sake. Just saying. It's a long time to be pregnant. <laughs>
0: I know. I saw it.
1: (laughs) But you didn't have to experience it. Man,
0: not being pregnant was awesome. (laughs) I feel like I didn't tell you that enough, but not being pregnant was great.
1: I feel like you should be groveling at my feet for the fact that I went through this instead of you having to go through this.
0: I really appreciate that.
1: Groveling. More groveling. (laughs)
0: Thank you for being pregnant so I didn't have to be.
1: And pushing out a baby. Yeah. Well, well I'll get that thanks later. Yeah.
0: But yeah. Yeah, really emotionally I was just excited to sort of enter that stage in life and just see what it felt like to actually be a dad.
1: Yeah, exactly. I feel like we had talked about it so much. I mean, Dave and I have these regular check-ins with one another just to like, you know, see where we're at um emotionally, mentally on things and and this is one of the many check-ins that we had where we're just like, what do you think it's going to feel like? And It was just all of this anticipation of, I think parenting will be like this. I think it'll be like this. But there's no way that you can have a fucking clue until you actually have a kid. Yeah. And you're having to deal with, you know, his crying and sleepless nights and all of these other things. So it was fun to, like, contemplate how that would be in anticipation of him actually showing up.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about how that... Anticipation became a reality in the next episode.
1: Yeah, 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 totally.
0: So I'm going to skip over the size part of the episode today.
1: What I really wanted to do was get Dave to eat an entire watermelon, and he wouldn't. So maybe we'll get him to do that next time. Okay.
0: (laughs) And I think we can go directly into the picks part. So what's your pick for this episode?
1: In the picks? Okay. So um, I think one of the big picks for me was this blog that I'd used pretty often to put together my baby registry. Um, it's Lucy's list and it's Lucy, like L U C I E. So it's Lucy's Um, and there's just a lot of really good information in there. It's kind of like no bullshit information. Um, she's tried out a lot of different baby products and so it was a good place to go to, to just figure out like, Hmm, what is it that I want to use as a crib or a bassinet or a tub or, you know, all these other things. And I think that she talked about, like, maternity leave and some other, like, mom maternity-related stuff. So I thought that that was a cool resource. Actually, one of my coworkers told me about it. Um,
0: Didn't we buy a baby tub just because it was shaped like a whale and for no other reason?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But it was really cute.
0: <laughs> so... My pick is a book called King Baby by Kate Beaton. Uh, She's the author, cartoonist of, um, what was it? Uh, Hark of Vagrant. Hark of Vagrant, yeah. That was kind of her first book that got really big. I always Mm -hmm. really liked her cartoons. And King Baby is a children's book that she wrote, Mm -hmm. I think, for her nephew or something like that. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, it's just a cute little book talks about this baby who sees himself as the king of the household and it's fun i don't know i really like her work and it's kind of fun that uh her work coincided with uh, us having a baby yeah so yeah king baby by kate beaton
1: we have a, a lot of books coming in too yeah. so that's been been fun to collect yeah
0: i really like kids books
1: yeah
0: cool so All i think right. that about does it for this episode uh be sure to check out our website podcast.com.
1: You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio.
0: And come like us on Facebook.
1: Yay! And leave comments, too. Yeah. All
0: right. Talk to you next time.
1: All right. Thanks. Bye.